Let's hop, skip, and jump our way further along this journey as we hear Audrey Sfey interviewing the candidates for Bethany Theological Seminary Board, Brother in Colleges, Katie or Catherine, Gray Brown, and Jonathan Fry. Welcome, Katie Gray Brown. We're glad for this opportunity to get to know you better as you are on the ballot for Bethany Theological Seminary Board of Trustees for the Brethren Colleges this year's annual conference. What makes the position you're being considered for important in the life of the broader church? Well, thanks, Audrey. It's such a great question. And I think Bethany's importance for the Church of the Brethren, kind of the capital C, um, in terms of the the broader denomination, is in its role as the official seminary, as a place really to nurture leadership for the community of faith and to foster what I think of as an ever-evolving reflection on, on Brethren practice and theology and witness. It's such a changing landscape, both within the denomination and in the world that we inhabit. And this makes fulfilling the charge that Bethany holds a tremendous challenge, I think. It's a thriving and independent seminary that's rooted in Anabaptist and radical pietist values. It's critical not only for the Church of the Brethren, certainly it's critical for the Church of the Brethren, but apart from those denominational interests, I think that the world needs people equipped with just this training and shaped by the values and the experiences that Bethany provides. In that way, the importance of Bethany is more expansive. It it goes beyond the needs of our denomination in a way that I think is exciting. What makes you better suited for this position in 2022 than you would have been five, 10, or 20 years ago? Well, um, I'll, I'll start with the farthest back first. <laughs> so uh, 20 years ago, I would have been just beginning as an educator, maybe a couple years out of my, my graduate degree. And since then, I've been working in higher education, and I've seen a lot of changes in higher education, a lot of exciting changes in terms of of who is seeking an undergraduate degree and graduate degrees. And my growth as an educator has been quite clear in the past two decades. In the past 10 years, I would say that experiencing the deaths of my parents has given me an understanding of my own life and the purpose of community in a way that I wouldn't have imagined before those losses. And that has informed the work that I do as an educator, but also my understanding of myself in relation to the church. And five years, I would just say that my kids are older. I, as, and as, as they move out into the world, uh, I have new space in mind, and that allows me the opportunity to think about where I can devote some of my some of my passions and some of my some of my gifts. Is there a person or organization currently or in your past that has inspired you or helped you to develop your gifts so that you have passion and skills to be prepared for this position? 
I've been shaped by so many people and organizations that thinking about this question, I could I could go on for days, really naming them and reflecting on their influence. And part of me wants to do that. I relish sharing stories about people who have been important to me and who have shaped me. Working in peace studies too, I feel that I'm continually introduced to new inspirations, whether that's the students that come to um, my classrooms and then move out into the world, or the people that we're learning about when we when we study people doing peace building and, and just peace work around the world. But certainly, I learned about the central importance of community building and the love upon which it is built from, from my parents. And they represented very different backgrounds and traditions, but they shared principled commitments to hospitality and to community building. And I grew up desiring nothing else but to continue that. It was such um, it was such a compelling way to understand not only the challenges that we wish to change in the world, the injustices that we want to face, but also the kind of energy and sustenance that that doing such work requires. I think that that's that's been one of the pole stars for me is looking at who are the community builders and what do we need to provide the scaffolding upon which we can support each other and support work in the world. Why do you think you were nominated for this position? Oh, Audrey, out of um, out of all the questions you sent to consider for this, this is the one I really don't know how to speculate about. I that well maybe because I've I've lost two previous times, and I thought, well, their times their times charm. <laughs> maybe put her name back in uh, the ring. I I think it's because well, one reason might be that I'm committed to to brother in higher education. I was a tenure track professor at a, a major research institution, the University of Minnesota. I was working in an access program there, which was designed to bridge underprepared students into the University of Minnesota. So we had many rural students, we had many immigrant students, we had students from predominantly poor communities and communities of color that didn't have the easy access to institutions of higher education that other communities enjoy. And I loved that work, but when a position opened up at Manchester, I couldn't resist returning to a school that held explicit commitments to some of the values that have informed my life and that I want to be held accountable to. And I see a commitment to Bethany being an extension of that. It's just thinking that we need to have these places in the world that are explicitly normative, that have these upfront values that not only shape what we do, um, but also who we are in that space. So I hope that it's this this commitment to brethren education but also this sense that there's an important place in the world for the values that we seek to promote as as church of the brethren people holding a leadership position in the church is a lot of work on top of other jobs and personal life how do you envision taking care of yourself while juggling multiple responsibilities 
this sounds like an Annalisa Gross question. This is a great question and an important question for anyone doing faith-based work, doing peace-building work, doing, doing, doing world work. This is something that the experience of the pandemic, I think, has given. I am learning to be better at discerning what work is most important for me and for the moment and uh, what work to am I drawn to for a particular purpose? And I feel that I'm slowly getting better at leaving other work and other opportunities for other people. What is your vision for the Church of the Brethren? How do you long for us to become more aligned with the teachings of Jesus? This is where um, many of us will fall back on that Dan West quote, right? That the Church of the Brethren should be fearless and happy and getting into trouble for Jesus. Um, I A colleague in Peace Studies who's not from the Church of the Brethren, he's from the Catholic social justice tradition, and he once told me that he thought Peace Studies existed as a field because of the Church of the Brethren. And I was curious how he made that connection. And in his mind, it was because the Church of the Brethren had an institution, had Manchester, that would take up the charge to develop a program that reflected like central Christian values as, as the Church of the Brethren understood them. So in this case, it was the Christian value of a commitment to nonviolence and the opposition to war. So this is a combination, if you asked about my vision for the Church of the Brethren, but I think that we need institutions to take up with courage unpopular values, whether that institution is one connected to higher education, like Manchester University or Bethany Seminary, or the institution of the church. The reason that we come together is to to be better people, to be better Christians, to help each other with that, and to reflect those values out into the world. And we need to foster the courage that it takes to reflect values that are in contradiction to many of the messages that we have about, about the world from the world. So my vision of the Church of the Brethren is that we help each other in that work. What it looks like is changing because we show up in new times and reflect upon worlds that, you know, our ancestors might not have imagined. But a few of those basic principles, if, if, if we are looking at the model of Jesus and thinking, what does it mean to be a Christian today? Um, What does it mean in particular to be an Anabaptist pietist Christian how can we develop the the community that will allow us to live that out? That's my vision for the church, is that we work at being that community for each other and always extending the invitation to the world to understand that this is what we feel called to do. Thank you. Welcome, Jonathan Fry. We're glad for this opportunity to get to know you better as you're on the ballot for the Bethany Theological Seminary Board of Trustees representing the Brethren Colleges this year. What makes this position you're being considered for important in the life of the broader church? I don't know about the position, you know, this one position, but the 
the seminary's importance in the life of the broader church is is significant. And the connection between the Brethren Colleges and the seminary. So it's together they form sort of the network of higher education in the Church of the Brethren. The seminary provides a kind of a crossroads location for discussion across the denomination that is informed by the sort of biblical scholarship and and active faith life that the people at the seminary embody in their life and work. And my position, you know, the position of the board in that is just to support that the work of the seminary in the life of the broader church. Is there a person or organization currently or in your past that has inspired you or helped you to develop your gifts so that you have the passion and skills to be prepared for this position? One of those organizations would be my work at McPherson College. So work just generally in higher education and as a faculty member and responsible for, you know, curriculum and and interactions with students and that whole has been my bread and butter for the last um, nearly 30 years now. So that that's one institution. A second, which is not what you would think, perhaps, but I was um, a member of the board of directors of our local solid waste utility for 16 years. And as the secretary treasurer of that organization, I was involved in sort of uh, strategic planning and financial decisions involved in running a a business that was a nonprofit business and is about the size of the seminary, number of employees and the, the average annual budget actually of the utility was probably larger than the seminary's budget. But And then a third, I have been involved for the last five or six years with a group in Puerto Rico called ACER, and it is a another nonprofit organization. There are uh, now four members on the board of directors there, and we attract grant funding and then disperse it to organizations in Puerto Rico to do social and environmental work there. A lot of it has become um, recovery from the hurricane um, you know, Maria and and other uh, natural disasters in Puerto Rico. But that um, is about a million dollars a year aid that we're bringing to the island. And the, the other couple of the other board members are, are live in Puerto Rico, are Puerto Rican. And then I, I'm sort of the environmental science guy from, from the outside, but I have a, an interest in that work. Why do you think you were nominated for this position? I think I was nominated by folks in the Western Plains District who know me from work on the, like on the district board. I was the the clerk of the Western Plains District, you know, for the last few years. They know my um, employment at McPherson College, kind of my interactions with with higher education, so that they thought I would be a, a likely representative of Brethren Higher Education on the seminaries board. I had previously served as the chair of the district ministry commission, and I've been involved in in um, sort of seminary education with people in the Western Plains over the last 20 years or so. Holding a leadership position in the church is a lot of work on top of your other jobs and personal life. How do you envision taking care of yourself while juggling multiple responsibilities? 
I've gotten better at that as I've gotten older. I've gotten a little wiser, I think, about managing that. But and it it is handy now not to have you know young children at home, and that's kind of uh, was more of a time management challenge. You know, kind of the work life balance when I would manage a busy job and then sort of extracurricular things and and family commitments, which I put as a very high priority. But the life of a college professor allows me some flexibility in my scheduling, and I'm familiar with the work of the seminary's board, and so sort of managing the timing of that and the way it integrates with my work at the college really has not proven to be too difficult. What is your vision for the Church of the Brethren? How do you long for us to become more aligned with the teachings of Jesus? Mm. Yeah, and and sort of my personal thoughts about that or, you know, what's the role of the seminary in, in doing that? I was thinking about that question and the um, the teachings of Jesus. And one thing is, it's true that Jesus was not, he didn't lay down a lot of doctrine. And I, you know, you're at the end of your seminary education, but you probably didn't have multiple courses teaching you brethren doctrine. You know, no, I, just one I specifically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so Jesus taught by example, and it's it's following in the footsteps of the to live as Jesus lived. And so how, you know, how does an individual do that? And then how does a group of people, a congregation, you know, it's it's hard sometimes to figure out how 10, 20, 100 couple hundred people can all become more aligned with one another and aligned with the example of of Jesus life and then f- to do that in a denomination of a thousand congregations or you know whatever the, the current numbers are that's a a really difficult thing for any any group now what you know my my vision for how the church might do that at the larger scale it would be to spend a lot of time talking with one another and listening to one another about what it means for you and for me in our in our walks to uh, follow in the footsteps of Jesus. Well, thank you so much. 